Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Where Sean Levine will step into the cage with Brendan Tobin in Are You Gonna Fight Me? I'm gonna fight your ass. Here on Tapped Out. That's right, fight me like a man. Only on the BetQL Network. You know the rules. I want a good, clean fight. When I tell you to break, I want you to step back out my command and break. Now go back to the corner and come out fighting at the bell. Welcome back to the Tapped Out here on the BetQL Network. My co-host becomes my opponent this segment. He is Brendan Tobin. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. And we meet in the middle of the octagon or the ring or the cage or the smart cage or wherever it is to fight. Are uh, you going to fight me if I tell you Bo Nickel right now would beat Hamzad Jemaya? I know he'd be a huge underdog. I know you want to see some more seasoning. But if I saw that fight tomorrow, I would put my money on Bo Nickel. You going to fight me? I'm honestly not going to fight you on this for a couple of reasons. One, I still think there's a lot of unanswered questions with Hamzat Shemaev. I don't think that he is this bona fide title guy. Uh, another thing based is on, he's based on based, based explain yourself based on what because he's a badass that, that the Gilbert fight was closer than we thought Gilbert fight was closer than we thought last fight he did. yeah these are these yeah your congratulations okay. you're listing the answers for for me okay. also right. by the way also by the way he's been fighting at welterweight Bo Nickel is a natural welterweight so I mean who's to say Bo Nickel can't just go out there and ragdoll Chimaev and his beard. So, like, yeah, I, I think I don't think that's a crazy thing to say right now. Hamza Chimaev is look, he's a fun character. Great that he's kind of gone into the villain role, but 
Yeah, I still think there's a lot of unanswered questions, man. And and, and quite frankly, you know, Kamar Usman said it best last week. Like, this guy does all this yammering on Twitter. You have your chance to prove yourself. You don't want to make the weight. You're loving life right now. Come make the Think about that. Kamar Usman doesn't have to make the weight. Like, he could go do a fight at 185 if he wanted to. And he's like, I'll, I, I've been the welterweight champion forever. I'll make it again. Let's go. Let's make this fight. And Hamza doesn't want to do it or doesn't appear like he wants to do it. He wants to go there with his Twitter thumbs. Speaking of Twitter thumbs and Twitter yammerings, as you call them, the Ronda Rousey rumor shut down by Errol Hawani, and then Edmund Tarverdian tweets out a pic with her. I, I think she comes back. You're going to fight me? Yeah, I don't think she's coming back, man. I honestly thought it was laughing this week with, uh, was it uh, Chelsea Chandler? I was like, did she listen to Tapped Out and just go off of Sean's rumors? I honestly haven't seen this anywhere other than you Sean brought it up. Rumors. And like, I'm just like, where is where are these rumors that Ronda Rousey is coming back? And all I could find was you, I think a tweet, and then I think Chael Sonnen did like five minutes on it. I think, wow, Chael stole Sean's idea. And so you now, like, coach? no, I think he likes the headline. <laughs> When's the last time you thought about Shabbat? Uh, you ever thought about that dude? Is he Shabazian or Tarvonian? Whatever the hell he he's, is. He's, 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 he's Tarvonian. Whatever. I haven't heard. I haven't thought about head movement in a while. So, no, I don't believe she's coming back. Um, not that I wouldn't love it. I lo I, I'm, you know, I think I'm one of these people, like, I still respect a lot of what Ronda Rousey did. I think a lot of people did hose her down on the way out. Uh, so I kind of wish she could get this swan song and get a good moment in the octagon. But I don't know. I just feel like I, I, I don't know if that's going to have quite the reception everybody hopes it will. So I think that's probably why she wouldn't be into doing it. How dare you accuse me of starting a rumor? In the words of George Costanza, it's not a lie if you believe it. Um, you're going to fight me if I say – by the way, Kevin Lee retired. Matt, yes. Very, very, very unceremoniously. He came back for a minute. He got beat up, and then he retired. Uh, I know he's your guy, and I know that he's come in the studio with you in Miami several times. Are you going to fight me if I say – Kevin Lee, kind of an unmemorable UFC career. Um, I, I unmemorable, I think is the wrong word I would say, but I would say unfulfilling. Underachieving, what, unfulfilling. Underachieving yeah, is go. a good word to put for it. I wouldn't fight you if that was the description, but that's not what you use. So I'm yeah. gonna fight you on okay. uh, on that. But I think, yeah, he great talker. I think it was a guy who looked like he had all of the skill set to do it. Certainly had to deal with um. A lot of personal adversity with his coach, you know, with his coach taking his own life, and then he couldn't really find a camp. Then he found a camp down here, um, you know. But I think also, like sometimes we got to realize with guys when it's not there, it's not there. And for him, it just doesn't seem like he can go out there and do it with the elite guys. I mean, if he does want to keep fighting, yeah, I think if Kevin Lee wanted to go in the PFL or something like that give it a whirl. Maybe he gets the right matchups. You know, I certainly, they go out of his camp down here at Killcliffe. They do that a bunch, but yeah, he's, he's, you give him against a real contender, a real hungry guy. It just feels like he's not even at their level. He's undefeated in Eagle FC. He did win that fight, right? Against Diego Sanchez. Eagle FC just kind of just went away, huh? Like, hey, we're going to have this whole thing. And then just, you know, Eric Russian war happened and poof, gone. Speak, hey, speaking of speaking to go away, are uh, you going to fight me if I say Robert Whitaker at this point should just move up? Even if he would have won the fight, he wasn't going to get a shot at the belt. And I think compared to where he, I want to say he started as a welterweight, so this would be like quite a bit up, but that's probably his best move. You're going to fight me? 
Uh, yes, because I thought if he, I, I was, I was, I thought you actually, if you would have brought this up, would have gone the other way. I would have said, should he go down into welterweight? I feel okay. like, I feel like light heavyweight's a bit too big for him. I mean, I make him happy. Fat Rob gets to be, uh, in a, uh, in a, in more of a he's going to get to be in a more pleasant place, get to have all the candy. That's not Reese's peanut butter cups. But no, I think if I was Robert Whitaker, I would consider, you know, going down and wait to welterweight. I think there's some fun matchups there if that's something that he wants to do. We've seen some guys have success with this. You know, Jose Aldo looked good at bantamweight. Uh, so some guys do have some success if they do go down. And um, I don't know how much he is into that because he, you know, as we've t- talked to him a multiple times, he does not like skinny Rob. He likes being fat Rob. And it, listen, he's not Patty Pimblet. I mean, obviously, Robert Whitaker keeps himself <laughs> in good shape. But nobody likes cutting weight. Uh, he obviously had more success at middleweight than he did at welterweight in his career. But he has experience there. And I think that, you know, a Robert Whitaker, Leon Edwards fight, fun. Robert Whitaker, Colby Covington, fun. Robert Whitaker, Kamaru Usman. Those would be some fun matchups. I'd be really into them. This is not going well for me. I feel like you're actually winning this fight today. But anyway, we move on and I keep trying. It's a five rounder. Uh, Holly Holm fights tonight. Holly Holm versus Bueno Silva. You're going to fight me if I say kind of overrated. Holly Holm, that's very overrated. Yeah, yeah, she very kicked Ron in the head. It was great, dude. She's what? Like, let me let me pull this up here. Holly's fifteen and six. She's and in the last one, two, three, four. She's a five hundred fighter over the last five years. No, man. I mean, she's got like one of the most iconic knockouts of all time. There you go. And I, I can't call somebody like that overrated. That's a crazy thing that you're saying. Like. You can't have one of the most iconic upsets of all time, and then you've been you've been on the top of the bill for this many years of your career. Yeah, she maybe not beaten the creme de la creme, but she's beaten the creme. You know, she's she's not like <laughs> she, you know she can take out some appetizers, maybe not the main course, but like I think that I I think Holly Holm, I, I think that's too strong. I can't go overrated. I, I won't. It's I not won't allow you can be you. both. You're acting you're acting like these things can't coexist. Okay, let's say Buster Douglas. Buster Douglas was not a good box. Okay. He was not a great boxer, but everybody remembers his name and everybody remember what he did. And he pulled off the biggest upset in the history of combat sports, but he's also overrated. Can't those things coexist? But I wouldn't call Buster Douglas overrated because nobody's ever called Buster Douglas. Like, I, I guess like, what are you putting? What is her rate? Like, are you saying she's the greatest female, uh, one of the top five female no, fighters of all time? No, probably not. No, no. But no, like but she's, she's a widely regarded she's a as probably top contender. seven or eight. I yeah, think she's, she's top ten contender. on everybody's list. All right, all right, all right. We'll get off that. But um, she has lost. Just, she's, she's lost a lot of big time fights. I will say. I mean, like you think uh, what Duranami, Tate, Nunez. Like I said, not the creme the, de la creme, but the creme. She could take him out. The the, the Durandamy fight was a little bit of BS, but uh, we must move on. Tapped out here on the BetQL Network. Robbie Lawler, unbelievable retirement. One of the best in the history of sports with the whole, like, 15 minutes real time where he walks out, he has the tears in his eyes, stomps his foot in the octagon, beats up his opponent, knocks him out in less than a minute, walk off, promotional video, interview, cries again. The whole thing was unbelievable. And then right afterwards, of course, Conor McGregor has to get involved, and he tweets out that he wants to fight Robbie Lawler. Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to see that fight, but if we do, are you going to fight me if I say that's the ultimate pick'em fight? As far as the odds go, Robbie versus Conor McGregor, that is a pick'em. 
I'll tell you one thing, dude. You could pick him all. Give me whatever the best odds I can get on Robbie Lawler against Conor. I think I think Conor McGregor will get throttled by Robbie Lawler. Throttled. Do you? Throttled, dude. If Conor McGregor doesn't get Robbie Lawler out of there in 20 seconds, Robbie Lawler is going to cook Conor McGregor. So, like, if Robbie Lawler did want to come back, and let's just say, for whatever reason, like, Conor's salty with this whole Michael Chandler thing, which still waiting on that fight getting announced. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like size, stamina. I don't care about Robbie's age. I mean, like Connor's washed as it is anyway, like broken leg, juice to the gills, needs exemptions from the UFC to even be <laughs> allowed to fight. Get the hell out of here, dude. Give me Robbie Lawler all day versus Connor. Gray. I would have taken Rob, but do you remember, do you remember one of the coldest answers ever was when he was like, what would you do to, 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 to Connor McGregor? And he goes, I would take his soul. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Like, I was like, and I believed him. That is cold, and that was an unbelievable tirade you just gave us for the last 90 seconds. What's crazy is you're probably the biggest Conor McGregor honk I know. Like, I feel like you're the last one that's, yeah, you love. Dude, every time I brought up, whether it was get, not getting knocked out by Jose Aldo or that this guy was a better fighter. Wow, than him. Just, Come on, dude. Come cause, on. Because you are a sports radio host for a long time. And for whatever reason, people like to go in fighting and say, well, if you knock somebody out faster, that means it's a fluke. And not a fluke. it's not, not a it's fluke. not looked it's in my eyes. I look upon that as a blowout win. And so Conor McGregor has blown out the alleged greatest featherweight of all time then chose to leave the division to fight bigger guys. And somehow that's looked upon as a strike against him in the lore of the featherweights. It makes no sense. Are you going to fight me if I say the Miami Heat aren't, aren't ever going to get Damian Lillard? Not now, not never. <laughs> You're just being silly. Come on. No, am I? It, yeah, they're going to get Damian Lillard. They're going to get Damian Lillard. What do we have to fight about? He's going to, where is he going to go? Where's he going to go? To the, the what are they going to give him? You give him a little hero for a little picky pick swap. You give some picks. You give some Jovich. You give a little Hakez Jr. You know, the, and they'll love it because what else are they going to get? Oh, we're going to get Malcolm Brogdon from the Celtics. Wow. I mean, I'm sure he'll Is make it a, through the season. Were you about to give a dig at Kansas City not having an NBA team? That's a, that is a low blow, dude. Sorry. You Goodness should. It's gracious. 
Right to the junk. Unbelievable. Uh, he's Brendan Tobin. Now you see why the segment's called You're Gonna Fight Me. You're locked into the BetQL Network.